0: Alex Grassi is our next guest for this week on our podcast, That Metal Interview Podcast. For all you followers and fanatics of the podcast, thank you for your support. Mr. Grassi, Alex Grassi. that is, will speak to us about the controversy on the internet about Quiet Riot continuing carrying on without Mr. Frankie Benali who passed away uh, not too long ago, the infamous all-star, all-star drummer, Tremendous drummer of all metal drummers, Mr. Frankie Benali uh, who lost his life to pancreatic cancer. A very brave, brave fight he put on. And uh, all due respects and our condolences to the Benalli family, his uh, wife and daughter, and all the Benali family. Uh, so, uh, we spoke to Alex Crossy about that, carrying on the name of Quiet Riot um with a new drummer, the same lineup, uh, Mr. Jizzy Pearl on vocals, Mr. Chuck Wright on bass, who's been there since 82 on and off. He's been with the band since then, so on and off. So uh, Alex also he'll also talk to us about his other projects, uh, Hookers and Blow, a small update on that. And other surprising uh, projects that he has for the Phoenix. to all the Alex fans. Okay, so uh, here we go. Here's Mr. Alex Grossi of Quiet Riot. Enjoy. Well, first off, I'm very sorry about the, the loss of Frankie.
1: Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate
0: that. You're a tremendous talent and guitar player, of course. Uh, congrats on that, man. Uh, how long have you been playing thank guitar? You. How long have you been playing guitar since uh, a small boy, or did you pick it up? Uh? No, I, st-
1: I started playing guitar when I was like 14 years old. So my like, freshman year of high school, I think it was. And um, you know, once I have discovered that, and you know, rock and roll, I kind of never looked back. Detroit I was pretty determined after that to do it for a living. So yeah, more than half my life, obviously.
0: Did you start off by playing uh, an acoustic or just uh, directly into a rock band, or? Uh, I,
1: I got like a, like a crappy acoustic for Christmas one year, and then eventually graduated to electric. So yeah, acoustic guitar.
0: I guess everybody yep. starts with a with a crappy guitar, huh? <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, usually you don't know if it's going to stick or not, so it makes sense to do it that way.
0: Right. Uh, the Bad Boys of Metal Tour, for those people that don't know what that is, uh, can you tell us about the Bad Boys of Metal Tour, and uh, can you share some stories maybe uh, of that awesome experience?
1: Uh, well, well, first off, what happens on the road stays on the road, <laughs> especially that tour. I'll leave it at that uh-huh. as far as stories. But that tour started in 2004. Uh, it was it was supposed to be an annual thing, but it only happened one year. It was um, Kevin Dubrow, late Kevin Dubrow from Choir Riot, Janie Lane from Warren, who's no longer with us, um, either Stephen Adler from Guns N' Roses, and um, the band Bang Tango. And I ended up playing guitar for all four bands throughout the night through the whole summer. It was, uh, it was pretty grueling, but it was really, really, really cool to learn all those songs and get out there and, and play with everybody. So it was definitely a childhood dream come true, playing with some of those dudes for the first time. Very cool. <laughs>
0: So this is pre-Quiet Riot, right?
1: That tour was Kevin's solo tour, and that's, he hired me to do that, and then that sort of was the bridge to get me into Quiet Riot later that year. That was 2004, as I said. So yeah, that was kind of the, um, the stepping stone, the gateway, if you will, to QR. Wow. Yeah.
0: Uh, I read you had to learn about over 40 songs to do that tour. Is that true?
1: Yeah, between all four acts I came out to about that, yeah, I was on stage all night. Definitely a lot of work. But I was only 26, so it was easy back then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were you were, uh, you were more hungry, and uh, well, I'm not saying you're not you're not hungry. Yeah, it
1: was it was it was, it was fun. It was a good experience. I don't know if I ever want to do it again because we were also all on one tour bus, which caused for some some good uh, definitely some good memories, or not so good memories. But uh, yeah, I would trade it for anything. It was definitely a, a good learning and growing experience.
0: Awesome. Can you give us an update on uh, hookers and blow? Is that still active? <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. We have um, we have a new floor. Our last single just came out. We actually was is with Frankie Ali, It's Trampled Underfoot by Led Zeppelin. That came out a couple weeks ago. And all the proceeds from that go to the um, the PanCan Foundation, which is the Pancreatic Cancer Network. Um, and then um, after that, we're just going to keep... We have a correct cover record coming out, but right now with the pandemic and everything, a lot of stuff has been put on hold. Yeah. So... Yeah, but we have a, we have, we're doing a live stream next week next next month actually out here in Las Vegas. But other than that, a lot of
0: stuff's just kind of being stagnant until uh, the world opens back up for us. Yeah, I'm in Texas, and uh, there's a couple of clubs opening up in uh, in San Antonio and different areas of Houston, and so it kind of it looks oh, cool. it, it looks bright. For, I guess for us musicians, I play a little bit of guitar, so yeah. oh, cool, man. Yeah,
1: yeah it's, it depends on the state too. So we'll just see. You know, we're waiting. We're ready to rock
0: that's cool hopefully it's soon so us fans are ready to to see you know live music and you know you know what's going on yeah
1: and we're ready to play it so we'll see <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome congrats on the work with uh quiet riot of course a lot of us never got to meet uh the bro or or the late Benali of course uh how was it working with the, with those guys man i mean those guys are legends to us fans that you know those are just you see them on tv on videos and how was that how was that experience man
1: I mean, it's I mean the past six, sixteen years pretty much have been great because I've learned a lot over the years. When I was with Kevin and Frankie, when Kevin was still with us, you know, I, those guys, you know, they lived through it. They did it for real. So, you know, I was like trying to be as much of a sponge as I could back then and take it all in. And really, there isn't a day that goes by that I don't, you know, use some sort of little pearl of wisdom or you know, industry thing that I wouldn't have known about that those guys taught me. I, I use it in everyday life. Um, and yeah, Frankie obviously ran the show with Quiet Riot, so there's so much beyond just the music that he handled and how he, how he did the business and all that, so it's definitely an amazing amazing learning experience. I'm very grateful for it.
0: Absolutely, for sure. Are you guys getting any uh, any negative comments or feedback on the subject of uh, continuing uh, carrying on without banality? And what's your take on that?
1: Um, all in all, from our friends and family and people, you know, in the industry, it's been very, very positive. You know, obviously, there's always people on the internet that like to bash things, which. Since I've been in this band, every move they've made has been, you know, slammed on the internet. But then again, so is a lot of moves that every other band makes That's what the internet. Some of those websites are for for people to voice their opinion. But you know, all in all, it's been uh, been very positive, and you know, it's 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 nice to see that. Um, I'm glad we're carrying it on the way we are for Frankie because that's what he wanted. And uh, yeah, it's it's been good. It, it, it's really um, I'm really glad to see a lot of friends and family come out of the woodwork and, and support it, which is nice. For sure,
0: I, I saw a couple of bad comments. Uh, but to me, to me, you guys are quite right because you guys are the last. You're the last lineup, the latest lineup. You know, Chuck, yourself. You know, Jizzy.
1: Oh, I mean, I mean, you know, Chuck's been doing this for you know almost forty years, off and on. He contributed so much to the metal health record, Dang. and he, you know, he was he's been there essentially from the beginning. You know, um, yeah. you know, and people, people, I mean, people realize that, but it's you know, you shouldn't forget that. And and I was chosen by Dubrow and Frankie in two thousand four. <laughs> To be the guitar player in the band and i mean Jin jizzy as far as singers go he goes he's probably the most like kevin in that he's from the eighty. you know the sunset strip you know the metal days he he, he was there in you know the 80s which is a, a scene that quiet right obviously had a lot to do with building um so yeah. he gets it he's you know he's one of us and there's a lot of lineage there so it's yeah no it's been great i mean you know you know it's horrible circumstances, but I'm really glad, like I said, we're able to carry it on and, you know, put our best foot forward. I'm looking forward to, you know, getting back out there.
0: Yeah, keep going, man. You know, my opinion, keep going. That's quite right, and you guys are quite right. Yeah. yeah.
1: What we do, what else are we going to do? It's not like any of us can go out and get real jobs. You know? it's what we do, and we put a lot into it, and, and it's what Frankie wanted, and, you know, it's uh, the best thing, best way to honor him, you know? I mean... And I always, you know, I always, you know, always knew that he, anything Frankie didn't want to happen, didn't happen if he didn't want it to. So I'm glad that, you know, we're doing it. We're going to do it right. And it's, you know, it's going to be nice to go out and honor our friends and and keep the music alive. I mean, every year that goes by, a lot of these bands, people are going to not be with us anymore or retire or quit and... You know, eventually there's going to be not too many guys from the heyday left, but the music's still there. So I think you're going to see, you know, as time goes on, bands are going to keep going no matter what because it's just, you know the brand will live on, the songs will live on, the legacy. So, you know, that's just the reality of life. You know, we're not built to last as people, but yeah. the work and the art we create um, and the legacy is it'll always be there. So it's nice to be able to honor it.
0: That's great for the fans. I mean, you keep the. The, the name going the company going uh i saw uh, yeah. I saw an interview with uh doc McGee of kiss the manager and oh yeah yeah, yeah. he mentioned something about about carrying on the name kiss without gene and Paul so that's cool for us i mean you know
1: Yeah, I I mean, they're the the perfect band to do that because, you you know, they're cartoon characters almost. So, I mean, two two of the original guys aren't doing it anymore, and I I remember when that became the reality. You saw people saying, oh, I'll never go see him without Ace or Peter. Mm -hmm. And you know what? A couple months later, those same people were in the front row loving it. It's a Kiss (laughs) concert. How can you not? I went to go see it on, you know, obviously before pandemic and it was amazing it was killer you, you know it didn't matter who was up there you're seeing that show and that production and all those great songs and i had a
0: blast oh yeah i haven't seen those guys live but you know youtube you know it's kind of the same thing and yeah uh, tommy and eric you know they do a great uh i don't want to say imitation of, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but, yeah
1: yeah they're playing the role and that's that's their job and it works you know
0: and going back to what uh what you, you mentioned frankie uh, what was on Frankie's uh, to do list uh, with the band before he passed away? Uh, what were his there's wishes? There's no
1: real specific. There, there's no real specific list. It's just you know keep it going, and you know his his wife stepped up. she's doing a great job and kind of taking over the manager role, and yeah, just business as usual, keep it going.
0: You know, when you uh, here's a different question. As a, here's a musician question. When you joined, when you were asked to join Quiet Riot, uh, were you given a list of? Uh, a bunch of quiet riot songs, or it was just a—was it a set list for the next gig, or how, how did that come along?
1: Uh, if I recall, I was given like fifteen songs for whatever they were doing in their lives—that just did a couple of rehearsals, and that was it. Well,
0: oh, that you was know. it. Okay. It hasn't
1: really changed much over the years. You know, we we we, we did new music. We were working on that rehab album at the time. Kevin and I were writing a couple songs for that, and we did some of those in the set uh, a couple of years after I joined. But other than that, it's pretty much been the same. You know. Same setlist for years, you know with the hits, people, with
0: songs people want to hear. How was it, uh, uh getting Cavazos' guitar riffs and the lead, you know, learning the stuff, you know? How was that? Uh, was it difficult? Or? Uh,
1: it, 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 no, well, you know, it's everything's difficult if you want to do it right and put, you know, do you know, do a good job. And the thing about those songs is they've been played so many times that every note of the solo people can sing in their heads. So you have to just the biggest challenge is just recreating it and doing justice so people don't. They feel, people like what they know, and you want to give it to them the way they know it. So not to overthink it and just you know play play like it is on the record.
0: Exactly. Uh, I understand you recorded uh, some guitars on rehab, a couple of songs, right? So I,
1: I wrote, I wrote on that album. I, actually, the guitars were done by Neil Sedran, who also produced the record with Kevin and Frankie. Um, uh, but I wrote two songs, on Free" and "Strange Days," uh, off that record with Kevin.
0: Okay, how was that? How was the songwriting with the? With the with the, it was
1: know. you know. It, I just would go. I would go over to his house for the weekend and just you know lay down riffs into his computer and then you know go out and make a phone call and go, you know, go for a walk and he would just you know sing over it and throw ideas down and eventually come up with something that was solid and then we we had the demo from there. Um, very smooth. I mean, you know, he's you know he's a rock star. He knew how to write. He knew how to You know, he knew what he wanted. He was he had a good vision of you know chord changes and certain guitar tones so it was very cool very
0: um very educational awesome i love all of the records all the right records quite right records i love them all. i'm a fan so cool, man. yeah awesome here's a different question man uh here's a singer question kind of vocalist uh which vocalist would you say sounds more like dubro or maybe give it justice you know out of the different singers after he passed away
1: uh, I mean, that's kind of, we never really wanted a, a clone of Kevin because there's only one Kevin and you can't replace him. I would say, you know, the, the singer that's closest to him in spirit and in lineage and overall vibe is Jizzy. And thankfully he's back with us now. Um, he's, he's, Kevin was a big fan of Jizzy. They were friends. They're kind of, in a lot of ways cut from the same cloth. So, you know, Jizzy's obviously the obvious choice to, you know, to, to fill that slot. But again, there's no really replacing, you know, Kevin like
0: that. I met Jizzy here in a, a. I'm in a town here, Eagle Pass, Texas, by San Antonio, and uh, I met oh. him. I met him. He was doing lead vocals for uh, Rat. Yep. This was back in. Yeah, uh, we did a tour with. Yeah. We did a tour with him in Rat
1: in 2005 when he was singing for Rat. He did a great job in Rat. He did a great job with Stephen Adler. Great job in LA Guns. You know, he's a he's a pro. He's great.
0: He's great. He's badass, and he does a, a good job with you guys, man. Real good. I saw the videos.
1: Yeah. Yep, and he's, and he's a friend, he's family. It's not just like getting some guy to try to fit it in when there's no connection. He's, he's one of us, which is great.
0: Awesome. What does Alex Grossi listen to on his off time? What, what stuff do you listen to?
1: Uh, lately, I just watch a bunch of, you know, a lot of Netflix, not music at all. Oh, really? A lot of music documentaries, but as far as, you know... Nothing, I mean, I just put on my, you know, I ask Alexa to play a band I like and let it go down, and go down the rabbit hole or the wormhole or whatever you call it, but yeah, nothing, I haven't gone, I mean, I haven't bought a new record either online or in the store in a couple of years, I so just kind of listen to whatever,
0: hmm.
1: always try to pay attention to what's out there, but nothing specific.
0: No, that's, that's different, I've asked other people that, you know, everybody kind of listens to music, but that's cool, that's cool, you know, you just stay away from music, really cool, that's, that's.
1: No, no, not, not I'm not. I'm not. Stay away from music. I'm not actively pursuing new stuff to listen. to, I just you know whatever's on in the background and you know? Oh. Spend a lot of time do you know doing other stuff in the business. So you know just whatever whatever I'm listening to, I'm listening to. I can't think of any one new band that I'm really into. But yeah, um, but actually the new Marilyn Manson track's really good.
0: Oh I yeah, I heard there. it.
1: I've been digging that. Yeah,
0: that's some good stuff. Yeah.
1: I heard, the, I heard the whole record's good. I haven't heard the whole record yet though.
0: Is it good? I haven't heard the whole thing yet.
1: That's what I've been told, yeah. So that's something I'll probably check out this weekend.
0: What's next for you, and what can fans expect from Alex?
1: Well, we're all kind of in the same boat waiting to go back on the road, but as of right now, we have... uh choir ride dates for later this year and a bunch next year and more coming and you know hopefully we'll get you know get some new music out at some point get the creative juices flowing with that um and you know just always working still working with dizzy with hookers and blow we have you know we're doing some stuff later this year as well and some more recordings just doing what i've always done playing guitar in a couple of rock bands
0: just keep going huh oh well, you know one thing that is cool
1: uh, I play guitar on the new Public Enemy record that comes out in a week and a half um, with Flavor yeah. Flav and Chuck D it's their first album back on Def Jam Universal and I got to play some guitars on that record which is coming out yeah. in a week and a half so New Public Enemy check that out that's what I have immediately in the pipeline
0: oh wow, wow check that out cool that sounds cool it should be a good record I'm sure it will be huh? cool that's different with Public Enemy wow Uh, Would you like to send a message to the people listening to this podcast, something you want to say to the Quiet Riot fans, the Hookers and Blow fans?
1: Just thanks for all the support, especially lately. We really appreciate it. And I can't wait to get out and see you all whenever that may come. So thank you again.
0: Don't forget to subscribe. Ring the bell for notifications on that YouTube video. We'd really appreciate it. Everybody here at That Mental Interview Podcast. From myself, James, we thank everybody for tuning in to all of our episodes, for downloading, for streaming, all the stuff. So thank you guys and girls. Uh, keep rocking, keep it metal. And uh, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode with Mr. Alex Grassi of the great, famous Quiet Riot. There you had it. So uh, keep tuned in. And keep checking out our podcast. We appreciate it. We see the numbers. And thank you guys. Spread the word. Share, okay? So, thank you guys. And don't forget to keep it metal. That Metal Interview.